Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real tech advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. Switching lanes is daunting. You've already established yourself in a particular industry, built up your network of contacts, carved out your niche as an expert in the space, and now you have to do it all over again. Like I said, it's daunting. So for this episode of Work Party, I'm so excited to be chatting with Cece Elisa all about how she successfully switched lanes. As a fashion influencer and co-founder of The Curvy Con, she firmly established herself in the fashion industry before branching out and starting her own beauty brand, Coco by Cece. We're going to get into how she pivoted to a completely different industry, not to mention a completely different business model, brought her audience along with her and found success along the way. So without further ado, let's dive in and welcome to the work party, Cece. Hi. Yay. I'm so excited (laughs) to have you on the podcast. I feel like we've been mutually stalking each other on Instagram for a long time and finally got to meet IRL and chat all about our time as event owners and conference business and all the good stuff. But as a fashion blogger and co-founder of the Curvy Con, which if you aren't familiar, was a conference that celebrates plus size style, you're a well-known force in fashion. So what inspired you to launch into the business of beauty? Great question. <laughs> First of all, hi, Jacqueline. I have to say, before I say anything else, I have to say this for all of your community to hear from the minute we launched the Curvy Con your Create Cultivate conference was on every single vision board that I did for like, even when we had no money, I was like, see all those flowers? Like I would like my co-founder would be like, Cece, we, we, we can't. I'm like, but it's so beautiful. So thank you for everything you've done for like creative entrepreneurs like me. Like it's a big deal. And so Aww. like kudos to you. Thank you for everything. And I'm happy that we've met in real life twice now. So I know the, the time will come. <laughs> 
Definitely. Yeah. And also I have to say vice versa with Curvy Con. Like I love what you've been doing since the beginning. It's so cool. It's so rad. And like for such, you know, an important conversation to be had. So I'm excited to hear about this next venture. Yes. Yes. So to answer your question, which was what, how did I pivot from the fashion part to the beauty? So it's been a very long journey. Something that I talk to, I have some students that I coach on like creativity and confidence and things like that. And one of the things that I talk to them about is that a good way to know if a creative idea of yours is like has any legs is if people ask you about the thing you want to do. So a perfect example, like I'm co-founder of the CurvyCon. Well, of course that started because I'm a plus size woman that like walks around New York city and people are like, where'd you get your outfit? Where'd you get your shoes? Like, where'd you, so it's like, Oh, people see me and they want this from me. So I want to be a fashion blogger in the plus size space. I want to create companies that serve plus size women. Clearly there's some alignment here. So I think paying attention to what you give off in real life is often a good way to go. Like no one's asking me for NFL football advice. I don't know why. Clearly, if I wanted to start a business in that, it would take a little work for me to get there, right? So that's one thing that's been really helpful for me as I've transitioned from fashion to beauty. As a fashion blogger, so much of what I get from my community and my feedback happens online and like, you know, Instagram and things like that, YouTube. And I started saying to myself, like, what about in real life? Like, what am I getting compliments on in real life that I'm not even like registering because I'm so focused on plus size fashion. So, you know, between us girls in my dating life as an unmarried woman, the softness of my skin tends to come up and I'll just leave it at that. (laughs) I realized that like that might be something that I'm doing right and not even thinking about. I'm dying. Also, I totally agree with you. I always say go where the momentum is and very much like what you're saying is where is the momentum in your life? Is it around your skin? Is it around your fashion? Is there like, I love that. Like, what are you naturally giving off that you, you could potentially monetize or turn into a business? So in looking at the beauty industry, what voids did you see and how do you plan to fill them with the brand? The thing I am most excited about being a founder of a beauty company truly is ads. I think representation is the thing that is missing, right? I think that with the CurvyCon, I was really able to move the needle forward when it comes to plus size representation in fashion. I'm excited when the things in the world get back to where I feel comfortable hosting thousands of women in New York City again, and I can continue with that. But right now, I I, I go to beauty stores, I go to the Sephora's and the Ulta's, and I'm so excited about the diversity in like skin complexion and all that's happening. But I think there's still a little bit of room for diversity in size. I think that curvy women are women. We are 67% of American women that wear above a size 14. That's the majority of women. And we wear makeup and we put on lotion and we wash our hair every day. And like, so the idea that like beauty campaigns, you know, We all know the Dove Real Beauty campaign was very impactful for a lot of us. But how often are we really seeing that body diversity in the beauty space? So that's what I'm excited about. I'm excited to create ads with my community and and see what happens. 
Yeah, no, I love that. It's so true. It's like the reason why the Dove campaign stood out is because it was the only one that existed, right? And since then, what have we really seen? In fashion, I would say we've seen some progress, but on the beauty side, yes, from like a inclusion perspective of shades, that's been the big conversation, but there hasn't really been another conversation beyond that. So I definitely am excited to see what you do there. But obviously, throwing a conference and launching a product are two totally different things. So what has been some of the biggest challenges moving into the product lane? I have been terrified of product since the beginning. I have had requests for product since the beginning of my career. And the idea of something that had to get from point A to point B intact has been something that I was really nervous about. So this isn't something that I kind of charged into with like super confidence. It's something that I have come into with a lot of like thought and intention and a lot of like support, to be honest. So for me, the product-based business really was going to have to be something where there were strong investors who knew more than I did. I have a vision. It's very clear. I know what I want. I know how to, I know how I want to serve my dolls. I know how I want to serve my community and I can see it. Right. But the logistics of that, I know it's not my bag. It's just not my thing. When we co-founded the Kirby Con, we sold the clothes out of our closet to get the seed money to put down to like start that business. Like we didn't take investors, but even getting the clothes like from the closet sale to the customers was very overwhelming. Like I know my <laughs> at this point, right? So <laughs> I'm not going to go where that resists. Is. So I knew that the support I would need at this point would really be to fill in the gaps of like what I'm mm. not good at. That's the cool thing for me about going from co-founder to founder. I am clear on my strengths and my weaknesses. And so now I can like hire, look for support, look for investors, look for mentors that like can kind of color in where I'm just completely lost. And I'm not afraid to say that. <laughs> Hey, Work Party listeners, taking a quick pause here to talk to you about one of our amazing sponsors, Napjitsu. I was recently traveling to Texas for work and brought one of my favorite new supplements, Napjitsu. And if you're not familiar, Napjitsu is basically just an all-natural supplement that gives you a boost of energy anytime you need it. I'm not kidding when I say it kept me energized throughout the entire trip to Dallas, my flight to meetings, to big events, back home. I felt like myself the entire time, energized and ready to go. Napjitsu's natural supplements were made by people who know how it feels to be tired and busy. Entrepreneurs, they're just like us. Their patent pending formulas have natural ingredients like B vitamins, guarana, and ginseng to give you a boost of energy without the crash when you really need it most. Jumping from travel to work and back to travel can be super exhausting, but with Napjitsu, I feel like I can get through my day without the fear of lingering fatigue or that dreaded afternoon crash we all know about. Not long after taking a supplement, I feel the brain fog lifting. I'm also noticing I don't need that afternoon cup of coffee as often, and I'm sleeping so much better at night, which only helps me to perform more efficiently the next day. I 100% suggest investing in Napjitsu. If you're feeling low energy, kind of fuzzy, or just tired from being constantly on the go, especially with all these holiday gatherings and events coming up, keep it handy in the car or in your work bag. Seriously, you guys will not regret this. This supplement, as I mentioned before, it's all natural, but it definitely does the trick. Whether you need to experience deeper sleep or unlock immediate long-lasting energy, each Napjitsu supplement is designed to help you achieve your optimal performance. 
For a limited time, receive 30% off your first purchase when you go to napjitsu.com slash party. Go to napjitsu.com slash party for 30% off your first purchase today. That's N-A-P-J-I-T-S-U dot com slash party. All right, let's get back to the episode. I think that's brilliant advice. I mean, I think at the end of the day, especially this is your second business, like, you know, the pitfalls, you know, the problems, you know what you're good at. And going into that second business, very much like Create and Cultivate was for me, like I was kind of going in ahead of the game because I had just experienced everything that was challenging and difficult at the last one. Not to say it's not going to be challenging and difficult, but you go in with a little bit more knowledge and, and the right people around you. So I want to talk in detail about how this product came about, how you developed it, your first product, because it took a lot longer than you might expect. So tell us a little bit about that story. Sure. So I'll talk to you about it from a business side first and say that it's been years in the making. This has been something I've been working on and ideating for a while. And once we got into finding the right venture partners and investors, we started to do the samples. And and I thought, you know, three samples, we'll get it right. Like I already, you know, I know what I want it to be. I've been very clear. It took 11 samples before I could say yes even to the point where I had to push back with people that I trust in my inner circle. There were people on my mentorship team, on my advisory team that were like, Fifi, why not just go with this one? Like it's good enough. And I was just like, not for my dolls. Like they deserve the best. That's how I did the curvy con. Like as an influencer, the red carpet is rolled out for me constantly. Everyday women don't get treated like that. Everyday women don't get to come and like meet cool people and get swag sent to their house for no reason and like get the best products all the time. So for me, I was like, I know I want the price point to be accessible, but Mm. I want the experience every morning when she gets out of the shower and uses this product. I want her to feel like the love for me. I want her to feel that I care and that I value her skin as much as mine. So that was 11 samples and it was years of processing. And like, it's expensive to do samples. It costs money. It takes resources. So like every time I said no, that was us going further into the hole financially, right? It wasn't a fun process, but there was no other way for me. So that's the business side. On the creative side, this came about from the time I was probably like, I don't know, like 11, 12. I can remember, I grew up in California. I can remember my mom, we live in this old historic house and we have like a clawfoot tub, like one of those old big tubs with like oh, the yeah. feet. So my mom takes baths every single day. Like she's very, like she takes, like her self-care practice is like on point. And I can <laughs> remember being like 11 or 12 and she like pulled me to the side and taught me how to shower and take care of my skin. She taught me about making sure that I locked in the moisture, like the minute I got out of the shower, don't run around and let yourself get too dry, things like that. And over time, I created this beauty routine for myself. Of course, at different points in my life, it kind of changed. But I noticed that for me, it was a lot of like layering, mixing in a little bit of like raw this. So raw cocoa butter is very hard to work with. So I would like melt it down, mix it in with other things. And of course, you know, not everyone has the time (laughs) to do those types of things, but I know everybody wants the results. So I, you know, I've got men in my life talking about how soft my skin is. I'm at brunch with my girlfriends and they're just like reaching across the table and just like stroking me. I'm just like, clearly what I'm doing is going on here. So 
how can I take that whole experience and all the rituals and recipes and routines that make my skin soft, but make it something that any woman can do in the morning and get the same results. So that's been kind of the process of this product. Well, I think it's what makes a product or a business good. The fact that you care so much, like you said, you could have launched it when it was good, but not great. But like going to that next step from the beginning is how you are going to set yourself apart from any of the competition that you have. So you obviously, yeah, you obviously, you know, have been kind of thinking about this for a while. You started by mixing up formulas in your kitchen, but you needed to take the operation to the next level. So how did you go about finding the right manufacturer? Because I think that to a lot of people is the scariest part of it. And like, how did you know it was the right partnership for you? I knew it was the right partnership for me when my investors who really understand the beauty landscape from the manufacturer side, when they said to me, Cece, we trust you. We trust your vision. Like Mm. I have, this isn't my first time having investors to varying degrees in my businesses. And the idea that the person who is meeting you halfway with their resources believes in your vision, especially for me, like I'm a creative entrepreneur. I didn't go to business school. Like Everything I know is okay. Like you get it. Same, same. It's all gut and intuition. Yeah. Hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like, I, I know what my gut and intuition is telling me and I know what my community deserves and anything I create and put out like lives in the middle of that. But we've all had experiences where we've tried to explain ourselves to someone who just like doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. And I've done it that way. It is still fine and everything still always works out. But that level of trust to a creative like me, a woman, like those things go a long way. So when that conversation happened and it happened very organically, I wasn't like, do you trust me? Like it just, it came up like over coffee. They were just like, Hey, you know, like if you see it, like we're here and we're here for the long haul. That's what made me relax and say like, okay, I'm going to follow what I believe to be true. That's going to be my North star from the beginning. How we met definitely came through relationships. I get a lot of questions about mentorship. I don't know if you do too, (laughs) but I get a lot of questions about mentorship. And I think for me, I've never really had someone that I said, like, will you be my mentor? Like, like official like that. But I have had a lot of people who check on me, are vested in my success, will think of me, things like that. And so through, I think it's probably like, I met someone who introduced me to someone who introduced me to someone. And then somehow this relationship came to be. And I was like, I have a project that will be right for us. That's kind of how it came together. So super organic. I'm not the girl with the deck that's going doing like round A and series this and angel investor that. I haven't done that route yet. I'm very grateful to God that I haven't had to do that because it's just like not necessarily my personality to, you know, sell it. Oh, please. (laughs) You would crush number one. You would crush it. I have no doubt. Hey guys, taking a moment to share a brand we absolutely love here at Work Party. You guessed it, Print Fresh. I don't know about you guys, but one of my favorite Christmas traditions is gifting and receiving cozy pajamas. My family and I do it every year and who doesn't love something soft and fuzzy to lounge around in? In case you feel like taking on this tradition, I'm here to help you up-level your sleepwear. And don't get me wrong, I love an old t-shirt as much as the next person, but there's something about a matching pajama set that just hits different. They're warm, they look cute, and it feels really good to go to bed feeling 
put together without even trying. And Printfresh is the premier luxury sleepwear brand you need. Their matching sets are stitched with 100% organic cotton, making them extra soft. Each style is made with size inclusivity in mind so anyone can find their perfect fit. And there's no shortage of vibrant colors and whimsical patterns too. If you're a returning listener, you know I fell in love with the Bagheera set in Sapphire. It's the perfect pattern for the holiday season, and you just cannot go wrong with how cozy they are. I honestly wear them at least once a week. Speaking of holidays, Printfresh is offering limited time holiday bundles and free and fast shipping. We love it. Gift giving couldn't be any easier, but if you're shopping last minute or can't decide which print your friend will love, I'd just consider getting a Printfresh gift card. Pajamas are such a simple gift that you know they will wear and love, and it's also made sustainably so you can feel good about it. Printfresh is also a women-owned luxury sleepwear brand that keeps inclusivity and sustainability top of mind. We love it. Each piece is designed in-house and ethically produced in India. And every style can be found in sizes extra small, petite, all the way to 6X. Give the gift of cozy this year and head to printfresh.com, use code PARTY, get 15% off your first order. That's code PARTY for 15% off your first order. Okay, now back to the episode. So how did you finance this round? Was it all friends and family? Yeah, so I did most of it right now is actually my personal finances, which is something I'm really proud of. Um, Amen. From coming out of, <laughs> from coming out of my other businesses, I, I had... I was at kind of a fork in the road. Like, do I go down the fashion route? There is a fashion line that I have in mind for my dolls. Or do I go the beauty route, which I also had a product in mind for my dolls. And it really came down to the finances of it. Making a fashion line and size runs that I needed to, I just couldn't afford it without doing the angel investors and all that stuff and the friends and family. I know there will come a time when I will need to do that. I just didn't think it was right now. Mm -hmm. So I was like, with what I have right now, I can take the next right step towards beauty and then believe that like the alignment will work out. So that's where my joint venture partners came in and they were able to kind of fund the things that like were a little bit out of my wheelhouse. Cause I also hate spending money on things that I don't understand. Cause I feel totally. like people will like, give me smoke and mirror. I've like spent thousands of dollars and not got what I told, was told I was going to get. So I wanted to make sure that like there was somebody with skin in the game and a depth of experience. So I have a joint venture partner and I'm really happy about that. That's yeah, that's an incredible way to go about it. And I think it's something that we're going to be seeing more and more. There's been a lot of interesting conversations about the future of venture capital and investing in influencers specifically, like thinking mm. of influencers as businesses and companies themselves. And then like, so for instance, I'm investing in CC, Elisa, oh, you want to create a, a beauty line? I'm going to fund you to be part of that. So I, I mean, this is kind of a good example of that, but I think that's honestly really interesting because I do feel like influencers and creators are going to be the brands of the future. You know, we aren't seeing the Walmarts and the Amazon, like we're not seeing our generation's version of that really. Mm -hmm. Our generation has really created things that are meant to be sold or shared, or they're just like, I'm owning this myself and doing it myself. So I think that's incredible. So obviously creating a product, not easy. So what are some of the lessons you've learned along the way as you've built your first product and go into launch mode? Supply chain. Can we talk about that for a second? <laughs> a like, real I nightmare. <laughs> I'm like, wait, I can't just like have the things like now, you know, like, with an event, with an idea, with an online course, like as long as you've got Wi-Fi and like a camera and a laptop, 
you can make a lot of things happen, right? So with product, the idea that like, we can't find X ingredient anywhere on the planet right now, therefore you're on pause. That is the thing that is really, it's, it's throwing me for a loop. Even today, it is throwing me for a loop. And so I'm having to make the decision, like, do I just, you know, we've gone through years and 11 samples, like, am I going to let supply chain be the thing that keeps me from starting to talk about this new company? Or do I just like move forward with faith? Do I proceed as if success is inevitable? So I'm making the decision to kind of start sharing that this is coming, mm. but I do it with that anxiety in my stomach. Like, totally. I don't know if I can call a date. Like I want to say April 1st at the latest. I want to say that. And I have to pray every day that it's true. And that, that, you know, keeps me up at night. Yeah. I mean, I think you're not the only one that has been on the podcast recently with the same concerns. It's a huge issue across every category and industry. That being said, I do think pre-sale and pre-launch is a really great kind of opportunity to seize, right? Because you already have a community of people who are going to be excited about what you're launching and like being able to pre-sale it and have that revenue in and then be pushing your manufacturer, like, let's go, let's go, let's go. I mean, I don't think, I don't think customers, especially after 2020 are as impatient as they were before then. Like in 2019, if you didn't get something within two days, you're like, what's wrong. (laughs) And then in 2020, when no one could get anything, they were like, well, I got my couch in seven months later and I'm just happy. I have a couch. (laughs) Like, you know, so like, it's kind of like wild, but I think your community, as long as you're transparent about that, I think that's the biggest point is like, if you're transparent about that, for sure. That's really good advice. Thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Of course. But I want to talk about being a, going from co-founder to solo founder, because that's a big, leap obviously you know with curvy con you had a co-founder in that business so what has the transition from co-founder to founder been like for you the transition has been challenging in ways that i didn't expect a lot of it i will say is emotional i think like when you have a co-founder you have someone that is equally in the trenches with you right now you know i am so grateful that my investors trust me and see me as the founder and CEO of this company, period. Mm, period. But as the founder and CEO of this company, my name is on the door, which means like when I'm up at night, like, what do I do? It's me that I'm talking to, right? Like there's no one else. Okay. I think this. everyone can weigh in, but that final yes or no is me. And so I think one of the things I've been talking about with my therapist for a while now is even when it wasn't like official companies, like I've done courses before and things like that, I have always looked for someone to do it with me. So what is that about me? What does that Mm. say about me? What am I scared of that I don't want to go it alone, right? So there is a huge emotional journey that I'm on with the foundership. I know that this is a moment of growth for me, but I also know there's a reason I've been avoiding it for a really long time, right? So just being aware of that and being open to, okay, like you don't want to be the only one, but there is beauty in that. As a woman, there is beauty in saying like, I wanted this thing. I wanted to serve in this way. I made it happen. Like I just, I'm excited for when it all works out and I can say yep. like, wow, like I did that. Yeah. So yeah, it has its ups and its downs, but I'm working through it. Let's take a quick break to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Fight Camp. 
Guys, believe me when I say boxing is the best gift you could give yourself this holiday season, especially as you start to think about New Year's resolutions and new fitness routines you might want to take up. I've really leaned into this sport the past few months and I absolutely love it. All thanks to Fight Camp. Fight Camp brings the best workout in the world into your home. It makes it so much fun. Learn to box and kickbox in the comfort of your own home through world-class programming, elite trainers, premium equipment, and smart technology that turns your workout into an interactive experience. Fight Camp specifically designs programs to teach you the basics of boxing so you can build a really strong foundation. And now that I've learned the proper techniques, my strength and confidence have improved so much. I don't feel self-conscious trying to box anymore, and my muscle memory helps to make these movements feel more and more natural with each session. Boxing has also improved my mental fitness. The precise combinations push you to think about every single punch. And after a while, you get so in the zone that your mind clears. And sometimes you even forget you're working out because it's so much fun. Fight Camp has truly made it easy to fall in love with boxing. With thousands of classes, I'm truly never bored. And when I'm feeling competitive, I can look back at my progress and work towards a new personal record. Fight Camp comes with all the gear you need, including a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, quick hand wraps, and smart punch trackers. And it takes up less space than you might think. If you have enough room to do a push-up, you have enough room to have Fight Camp. And if that's not enough for you, give the gift of Fight Camp to the fitness lover in your life. Now is the best time to get your Fight Camp. Take advantage of their holiday pricing going on now to save over $200 on a Fight Camp package. If you purchase this month, you'll also get an additional pair of gloves valued at $149 for free. This deal is going on now, but it ends really soon. So just go to joinfightcamp.com slash work to get an additional pair of gloves for free and save over $200. That's joinfightcamp.com slash work join fightcamp.com slash work. All right, now let's get back to our chat. I understand. I had a co-founder in my first business. It didn't end up working out. Now I've been a solo founder for a while, but it does sound like you have a really good group around you. Like you said, of mentors and advisors. And I think that's just the key and a good therapist. Like you said, I mean, look, girl, you got the army. Like that's perfect. Like that's really what you need because at the end of the day, you are talking to yourself a lot. And it's like those tough decisions, they're on you. Those good moments, they're on you. Like no one is going to be like, good job today, <laughs> you know, but except for you to yourself. So it is, it is an isolating experience, but a very rewarding one. So I think you're, you have all the sort of pieces in place to be extremely successful in that way. And the thing I love about you and what you've sort of been talking about here is that you are a good mix of creativity and business. And while you may be more creative than you are business, I think this is something that a lot of people who listen to Work Party can relate to. So what is your best advice for mixing those two things successfully? This is harder to do. It's easier to say and harder to do what I'm about to share. I am a person of faith. I believe in God. I have a relationship with God. I pray, like all those things. And I have found that there are things that creatively I have seen, visions, ideas, things I've journaled about, things I want. And I think this beauty company is a perfect example of that. This beauty company has been in the back of my mind this whole time I've been building CurvyCon. And then, so it's like, that's the creativity, right? Like that's what that is. I sit, I dream, I journal, things come to me. And then to me, the business side is being aware and open enough for when the introduction happens and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the path forward. Mm -hmm. That's the business acumen to go to the right events, to make the right connections, to respond to the emails, to do all that kind of stuff. I couldn't have told you that these people would have come into my life that were the perfect partners for my beauty company. But I could have told you that I had an idea for a beauty company. I could have told you that 10 years ago, right? 
So I think the creative part is not being afraid to dream and all of that. And then the business part is being like, oh my gosh, like, like playing the game that's on the field. If the beauty game isn't on the field, you got to go and start the Kirby con, serve plus size fashion, do, you know, body positivity through fashion. It's going to be one way that I serve women body positivity through beauty. It's going to be a whole other way that I'm, it's going to be so delicious. And I'm like so excited about it. And I had to be smart enough and patient enough to wait and like sharp enough to create the right, you know, community around me that got that to happen. So I think it's like a little bit of hurry up and wait. I totally agree. I love that. I, there was like a funny Instagram meme I saw that was like me waiting for a sign that I should be doing something different with my life. And it's like a giant sign. And she's like, but I need like a signier sign. And it's like, no, pay attention to what's going on. And I feel like that's such a good way to kind of feel where the universe is pushing you. But to kind of double down on that, like I know a lot of creatives and they have amazing ideas. Like that's not the problem, but it's getting the idea into the business stage. And to your point, that requires you to put yourself out there and to make those moves. It's sort of like the analogy of like, you can't like find the love of your life if you just stay home all the time. Like the, the pizza guy is not going to be like your, it's business. It's the same way because you might not know about manufacturers, but someone out there does. And when you're out there having those conversations, like that's when the magic happens. And I think for anyone who's listening, who's a creative, like that's clutch advice. Absolutely. So this is so exciting. So what is next for you and Coco by CC? Are you expanding the product line beyond the body butters? What's your vision for the brand moving forward? Yes. <laughs> yes, we, yes. All <laughs> the all yes. <laughs> Hey parents, Jacqueline here. Did you know that kids ages five years and older are now able to be protected from COVID-19 through vaccination? It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Just make sure you get your answers from a reliable source, like your child's doctor or nurse. You can also visit the CDC website, cdc.gov, for additional information that you can trust, like how COVID-19 vaccines can protect your entire family. That's cdc.gov. Okay, let's wrap with some sentence finishers. Are you ready? Absolutely. Let's do it. (laughs) I'm not productive unless my day starts with three pages of journaling as directed by the artist play by Julia Cameron. Ooh, I love that. The three traits that got me to where I am today are. Ooh, creativity, integrity, community. Those are really good ones. And and I think all of those suit you very well. My number one piece of financial advice for new entrepreneurs is. Oh, If they pay you more than $600, it goes on your taxes. So just know that. (laughs) That's so true. And that it's funny. It's like genius, genius, genius advice. And then if not, you get all the W9s, all the things, kill me. If I had a dollar to spend on marketing, I would spend it on. An email list. Yeah. Like I would start an email list. Emails, emails. So important. And the hardest thing about being a founder is. Believing in yourself. Oh, girl, come on. You're the best, but I understand that. I do the same thing to myself all the time. I want to tell you guys, Rose is over here every day. Like, I I want to, but it's like, it's like we said, when your name is on the door, like, who's the cheerleader? You're the cheerleader. You're the quarterback. You're the coach. (laughs) You're the water boy. Truly, truly. Okay. And the most rewarding thing about being a founder is believing in yourself. (laughs) There's there it is full circle guys. I love it. One of my, 
Yeah, one of my favorite scriptures is a longing fulfilled is the tree of life, which to me basically means like every time something happens that you want it to happen, it fuels you for the next thing that you want to have. Like I can look back on the Kirby Con and say, these past five years have been hard, but rewarding. So these next five years will be hard, but rewarding. So the belief in yourself for sure. I mean, we're going to have a hard time pulling which quote graphic we want out of this podcast because you've dropped so many gems, truly. Cece, you are amazing. Every time I talk to you, I'm just like, I have a giant smile on my face. You are the absolute best. So can you tell everyone where they can follow you and learn more about Coco by Cece? Yes. Right now, my primary platform is Instagram. So I am Cece Olisa on Instagram, C-E-O-L-I-S-A. Next up for 2022 will be YouTube. So if you love YouTube, go ahead and subscribe. There might not be, you know, a fresh video there just yet, but give me till Q1 2022 and I'll get you some content there. (laughs) Amazing. I love it. Well, thank you so much and congratulations on all of your success. Thank you, Jacqueline. See you soon. For more inspiring conversations like this one, follow the Work Party Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party.